If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I remember exactly who he was, and I remember I 100% got a little bit of a bonesy. Of course. Hey, if you're not getting a boner, you're not paying attention. Welcome back to That's a Gay Ass Podcast, the podcast that asks, whose fault is it that you're gay? It is me, Eric Williams, and this week we have the gorgeous, hilarious Victor Carlesi on in our penultimate episode of the season. I think that's what that means. It's the second to last one. It's the second to last episode before the last one. No, wait, it's next week's last. Next week's last. Um, I'm so excited that Victor is here. You have seen his comedic videos on the internet. You know that he loves Taylor Swift. And don't worry, I asked him to respond to Cody Rigsby's public feud. I want to thank you so much for all the support you gave me about the fact that I'm an unpublished author. Thank you. Thank you for recognizing that. Um, it fucking sucked to find out that my... And if you're just listening for the first time, you're like, what the fuck? I got a book deal. I wrote a book. And then the publishing company laid off half of their staff. And the economy told them, uh, take away Eric's book. So the book's not happening. But great things have happened since that devastating piece of news came to my inbox. Um, we are officially having the first gay-ass live show January 19th in Los Angeles. I will, of course, be updating you with a ticket link and the guests and all of that fun stuff, but put it in your callies, and I'm trying to do more cities in the next year, so stay tuned for that. I do want to also bring up the Cyber Monday sale that we are extending through tonight, Wednesday, 
November 30th. There is $5 off all of the character actress merch that's at gayasspodcast.com. And so many of you character actresses have purchased your merch, your swag, and buy it for some fag or hack in your life. They'll love it. Let's get into this episode with Victor Carlesi. Not only do we have gorgeous Bring It On discourse, I also ask him about his bestie Meg Stalter and what's changed the most since she got famous. God, talk about a clickbait soundbite. Please follow the Gay Ass Podcast Instagram at Gay Ass Podcast. I'm at Eric Wills and here she is, boys. Ladies and gentlemen, Victor Kalesi is on the Zagayas Budgesti. Victor, thank you for being here. The bright star of Chicago is on the Gay Ass Pod. Coco, how do you feel to be on that Zagay Ass Podcast? I feel so good. Thank you so much for having me. I was just saying, like, I haven't been on a podcast in so long, so it feels so good to be on this one because it's gay. And I think it feels good. It feels good for me too. Um, do you like that I was fishing for you to say that you're happy to be here? I don't think you're fishing. I, I honestly feel happy. And now I'm starting to think maybe I'm not happy. Maybe I was being manipulated. Yeah, let's dive into that. Let's dive into that. Um, If you were, when was the last time you were manip- manipulated by someone you love? <laughs> uh, I think it would be easier to think of the last time I wasn't manipulated by someone I love. Family, am I um, right? <laughs> now, I do want you to know something, Victor, that we are, just to be really transparent with our, our fans and listeners, uh, we are recording this before Thanksgiving, and the episode might or might not be coming out after Thanksgiving. So let's pretend that um, you've already had your Thanksgiving this year. Victor, speaking of family, how was your Thanksgiving? I think my Thanksgiving was fun, but I didn't get to go home because... Oh. I'm staying with my boyfriend. He is like, he has to like work over the holiday. And I was sure. sort of like, you know what? I'm going to be going home for Christmas. So I'll just. Why not stay sort of... with the boy? Are you still yes. staying with him and his family? No, no. Um, both of our families live. I, my family lives in um, like West. What if I was making this up? <laughs> I sound like I don't know where my family's from. <laughs> You're improving um, your family. Uh, my family's from an island. Um... Called. <laughs> Matahari. Um, but th- yeah, they're from Pittsburgh. So I'm going to be going there for Christmas. And did you know that my mom is from Pittsburgh? I didn't know that. Wait, what? So you didn't research. Interesting. Um, I My mom is from Squirrel Hill. Jews in the house. Let me hear y'all scream. And then all the Pittsburgh <laughs> people go, Yins! The grossest <laughs> accent I've ever fucking heard. My cousin's ew.com slash biz. It's like, all right, you guys, we'll see you in October. Kill me. <laughs> Wait, it's kind of like that. All right, see you guys in October. Oh, it, that is it. So that's where your family's from. Fun. Um, So you're going to be there for Christmas, but your Thanksgiving this year was so fun because just you and your boyfriend were snuggled with your big old turkey. Um, did you which guys, is a euphemism. That's a which euphemism. is a euphemism. And speaking say. of, uh, um, which one of you got stuffed? <laughs> oh, God, I can't say. I, I, I'm not going to say it on the radio, but... Uh... Yeah, a girl A girl doesn't say... A, a lady doesn't say where <laughs> A girl doesn't say went. anything. A girl doesn't, girls don't speak, and they should have. <laughs> Can you imagine? We've become the most misogynistic uh, gay-ass po- podcast. Actually, that's not a fun bit. Okay, <laughs> that sounds like 
will go viral really fast. So well, that is the fastest way to virality is misogynazony. <laughs> so Thanksgiving um, is afoot. And I, it's so interesting that I'm speaking to Victor Carlesi because your handle on the socials is Victor Car Bakes. You have been famous for not only your comedy, your attractivite, your brilliante, but also because you're a stunning baked dress. Can you just tell me what's up with the baking? What's what's up with it? Um, I loved I found out that I loved to bake because I moved so I lived in New York City for about nine months um after I graduated college and it just happens to be the same amount of time that it takes to have a baby to make a baby. Oh, but that has no bearing on why I stayed in New York for that long. But it wasn't the gestation of a human. Was it because you hated the city? I wasn't being hidden away. That's what mm, I'll say. If, if that's right what now. you're asking. But I, um, so I actually lived in New York during like the cold times, like the worst times to be there. But then I like moved back home because my parents opened up a restaurant in, in my hometown and I wanted to help them design it and like make the food. And so it's that very was, like, my big fat Greek wedding. It was, yeah, but like reverse. Right. Cause then you, uh, yeah, because in my, my Big Fat Greek wedding, Nia Vardalos is forced really to work at her family's restaurant and then she breaks free, but you she forced also- your parents <laughs> to let you work with them. She, and then, and yeah. And so when I got home, I had to start wearing big glasses and yeah. just a lot of brown and sort of knit cardigans constantly and then develop some hyperpigmentation Mm -hmm. so i did that and that was like a ton of fun and sort of like was like the manager sometimes of the restaurant and i was doing wood-fired pizza um so it was like a lot of craziness and then i it was like a lot of craziness and then i (laughs) (laughs) we wanted to do um like grab and go items so Mm -hmm. i started like baking cupcakes each week and because I was like, oh, like any dummy can like make cupcakes. And I realized that it's actually kind of hard to make cupcakes. Especially um, a good one. Especially a good one. And so then, yeah. And then when the k- pandemic sort of hit, we stopped using the restaurant kitchen and I would just go over there every day and bake oh and stuff. God. And then I started selling my own. That's what we're seeing then. Is that, are, are those the videos that you, a lot of you baking was at your, a, a different industrial space or is that your parents restaurant that's my parents restaurant stop it this is such a gorgeous tale i mean this so then you are baking your tits off and you're making really scrumptious things are you doing um in the pittsburgh area are you delivering what was happening or and are you still doing this now no so um actually i moved because you're in chicago. chicago yeah i moved to chicago yeah. and i'm like i moved to i look at the skyline chicago <laughs> um so i stopped baking well i still am baking i'm working at a cookie place right now but i'm not gonna say the name don't say it because i already know it but i'm not gonna say it either (laughs) um and when i after i met my boyfriend i was like i'm in love and i'm like obsessed and so um whenever i heard he was moving to chicago i was like i'm moving to chicago too (laughs) <laughs> oh, so you met the boyfriend in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then he moved to Chicago and you said, uh, let said, me get on that train. That's so random because I'm literally, <laughs> I have to be there in 20 minutes. So let's go. But um, is that okay yeah. with you if you go in 20 minutes? And he was like, I guess. And then <laughs> so you're, now you're both living individually in Chicago, but you're well, same you're place, 
living in the same apartment. How long were you dating before you moved to Chicago? I won't, I'm not going to say. And you don't, and, and neither <laughs> should you because I didn't want to ask. I'm not going to say because I don't want people. I'll tell you everything. Okay. But I don't want people judging me. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something that what I've learned in my elder age is that we are all fucking newts and i also respect your decision to we were dating for two weeks just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i met him the day before at the restaurant he was my first customer he was our first customer we we framed the dollar um well your boyfriend the pics that i've seen you guys are such a gorgeous couple and by the way i'm not saying this because i have any judgment towards this person i'm saying it out of sheer celebration but i want to give you this might make you feel seen in a very recent episode with a incredible guest mr jeffrey self he met his now husband at a brunch where they hooked up in the bathroom at that brunch Okay, that's the most romantic thing I've ever heard. Isn't it, though? Like, can you imagine just the mimosa juice in the corner of the mouth? The glaze oh in the God, eyes. That's so iconic. Isn't Wait, it? So That's such a, like, a snapshot of a moment in time. Like, yeah. even in, like, our socioeconomic history, like, uh-huh. brunch. When that, whenever brunch wasn't so problematized, and it was something that was so... <laughs> put up on a hill and mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you wanted to yeah. be at brunch you wanted to be seen yeah. at brunch brunch was, it was a different time when, when when brunch was not problematized it was a different time and now i find that brunch is a political brunch is humiliating bed. at this point <laughs> where we are right now if you're in having terms of brunch, brunch outside i'm wearing a i'm wearing blinders if i'm at brunch outside i don't want people to see me yeah, I do think, though, that being caught at brunch now is very different from being caught at brunch even five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody listens that does brunch. If Dan Levy from TV, from HBO Max is the big brunch is listening, forget I said that. Oh, fuck. There is programming involved. <laughs> On a streamer. Everything we just said, say it with me. We love brunch. And we were just kidding. Dan. And we're available. (laughs) I'm available to be Dan's understudy. (laughs) Oh, so you agree. You think you're really... Danny. You think you're really Danny. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know what? The only reason I think I'm Dan is because everyone... Even some family members, and I won't call them out right now because I don't want them to get a ton of hate on the web, but like, mm-hmm. they'll say to me, you know, you remind me from, you remind me of David from Shit's Creek. <laughs> I'm like, what about me? He has brown hair? Is it because you are um, have a sibling S and you're swishing your hips when you walk? <laughs> you remind me just of that guy from Shit's Creek. I love, that's also my favorite thing is when, when people meet gay people and they go, either you remind me of... Will and Grace, David from Shit's Creek, or they think you and your boyfriend look like twins. That's always, that's always. When I started dating Matt, I swear, I can still remember this. This was almost a decade ago. <laughs> my fucking manager at my date, my $15 an hour tea shop day job I had, she was like, okay, you guys look like brothers, identical. And like, listen, there are some same sex mamas who sure look similar and i love that for them why not we all kissed a mirror as a kid however hey totally we totally kissed hey i want to really bring this point to a head we totally kissed the mirror as kids kissed even licked (laughs) what were you saying 
I have no idea. No, I was saying that we have no, we really, I don't think look alike. And I just think because sometimes when like, you know, you know what it is? Oof, this might be controversial, but you know what it is? It's like when, it's homophobia is what it is, first of all. And it's also any obia or ism, I think, is when, and the thing is, real talk, it is a little bit very low grade obia or ism because if you, if you, don't know any gay people or any person, let's say, of a different race, religion, gender, creed. You can say that, oh, you guys all are alike in some way because you have no point of reference to differentiate a single person in that community because you don't know a single person in that community. Mm. <laughs> yeah, further- thank you for breathing that in. And furthermore, <laughs> also it's like, what I've noticed is that like terminally online gay guys uh-huh. will say that stuff to other gay guys to curry favor with like homophobes oh, or like fuck. part-time homophobes yeah. because they're like oh like i want you to see that like i think that this is like a circus as well but it's like yeah. no you're like jealous that you're like not dating someone and so we, you're like we're the ringmaster you're in the crowd Right. There's only two types of gay guys in the world. There's the gay guys that are dating their twin, and then there's the gay guys that are saying, You are dating your twin. And I'm sorry, which one of those do you want to be? You know? I also want to bring up a, a speaking of controversy, I and baking, really. I posted on the internet recently that Trader Joe's has the best dessert, and I was I received an onslaught of hate. I mean, just people. No, it's Whole Foods. No, it's Wegmans. No, it's Erewhon. Where do you stand in this very deeply political conversation? Okay, well, obviously, Whole Foods, like, do they not have a bakery? So, like, yeah, they're Desserts are probably going to be amazing because they're yeah, like and they're a... for rich people. So, like, let's not act as if we're comparing apples to apples. That's mm. a different. That's something different. But what I will say is, Trader Joe's has something called like cookies and cream cookies, cookie butter. Have you had oh, that? Yeah. Yes, I have. Any anything butter related with dessert, the speculoos, the cookie butter, the cookies and cream cookie butter. They've got the tiny little peanut butter cups that you can put in your freezer for a little nosh. Someone told me that Trader Joe's only has good, quote, junk food. And I filed a report with uh, the human <laughs> rights campaign. But they I just think that they they oh, oh good. Uh, hopefully they'll do that instead of calling me every three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> like, hello, like, like there's Bobka, there's a peanut butter chocolate ice cream there's the cookie butter i just think i think it's like you're right comparing trader joe's to whole foods is like comparing wedding cake to orange juice but let's make it about you victor i want to ask you the famous podcast question which is victor galesi and then i say it all in french um (laughs) whose fault is it that you're gay who do we blame babe okay so i would say like by who it's sort of the question can mean a thing or a noun, okay. even person, place, thing. I would say the the concept of competitive cheerleading, and I would go so far as to link women's professional um, Olympic level gymnastics. Oh yes, yes. So wait, we're going kind of for a, a, a triple axle, if you will. You are, which I understand is 
uh, figure skating. Uh, you're saying that the competitive. So you actually just reference figure skating whenever I was explicit about gymnastics earlier. And you know what's funny is that I was not listening, and uh, <laughs> you also did give us two really broad categories. So I'm, if I may now criticize your answer. Um, <laughs> I bring you on this podcast. And I, just make, I, I belittle every single thing you. That actually is a brilliant idea to make. If like if I bring someone yeah. that I don't like, and I'm just like, oh really? Wait, that <laughs> would nice be so scary. Guest. I'd be so <laughs> terrible. But I was like, oh, I've never. No one's ever said that, and I hmm. wasn't really prepared to answer because it's not a good one. Wait, um, that sounds like that actually sounds like something verbatim that um someone who had psychic power over me for a little bit said to me. I was like do you know of any like writing classes I can take? And this person was like, who I would call like some sort of like authority figure was like, Oh, actually, I don't know. No one's ever asked me that before. So <sighs> I don't know. And I was like, you hate me. And the answer probably was that they were threatened by you. Yeah, probably. They probably, probably were mad that my boyfriend's hot. And that too. And I was going to say that too. So if we do go back to the competitive gymnastics of it all, is it because of the movie Bring It On or were you before then? So it's absolutely because of the movie Bring It On. And I just had a breakthrough in our therapy <laughs> session just now. I'm so it's glad that I Bring It On. That. That's the piece of media. Are you more of a Kirsten Dunst or an Eliza Dushku? Um. I'm a Kirsten Dunst, like all the oh, way. Oh, so you're gonna you're gonna be the uh, captain that is really your head is in the right place, but you accidentally were a part of an institution that was ch- stealing cheers the whole time. That's what it means at the at the core of it to be a white gay man living in yep. America is you're sort of stealing cheers and words, if you will. Are you? Does that mean that your boyfriend is the boy? What the fuck is the boyfriend's name? And <laughs> bring it on. Oh. The boyfriend that is like technically gay, but like isn't gay, and he's cheating on her at college. No, well, I, well, no, that's the that's the gay boyfriend. But <laughs> um, I'm talking about the like Paul, the <gasps> the brushing the teeth boyfriend. Yeah, the brushing the teeth boyfriend. Um, yeah, I would say that's my boyfriend, except that he's not in a band yet. Yeah. Oh my careers. god. You're just what I need. Is that from that movie? Is that like not another teen movie? Um. I do I think, know. though, that that Bring It On, I've said this so many times when I went home from seeing that movie in theaters, mind you, I rolled around my living room floor doing the cheers. I tried to choreograph my literal, like, five-year-old brother into doing, there's a, there's a moment of choreography. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this. It's one of the final competition moments. And I believe it's the um, Gabrielle Union's squad. They do this thing where they're, the girls are back to back. Okay. And the person in the front who is facing the audience, their hands go up like in a pike. And uh-huh. then the people behind them, whose backs is to them, their hands go out like this. And so you see hands, two hands that are up and two hands that are out. And they go boom, 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 boom. Oh, and that's I thought that was cool. so cool because the hands switch from the top to the sides. So I made my brother do the top to the side choreo. And finally, he was like, can I go play with my trucks? <laughs> He's like, I'm not gay, so... And I was like, neither am I, because neither am I. <laughs> well, that's funny. I was just going to say the same thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> so if I say it with me, one, two, three, we're not gay. Um, so did you did you graduate then because you needed more content into Olympic gymnastics? It's hard to say because it's cheerleading was such a, it was like the biggest deal in the world, like in 2001. Like everything was about cheerleading, no? 
It was, but I feel like also remember when Ali Raisman and Simone Biles and I feel like that was kind of a renaissance, if you will. So maybe there was a latent period where it wasn't as much of a fever pitch, but I do remember what you were talking about from the early aughts. It, I mean, it was every endorsement, every conversation was... Every conversation. Every conversation. Like, you could go and do, like, zoom in on any part of the world mm-hmm. in 2000. They're talking about the doing US. toe touch, doing cheerleading in the U.S. specifically. The U.S.'s gymnastics team um, on the global stage. And then, yeah, and then the Fab Five in uh, gymnastics, Nastia Lukin, that was mm. iconic. Um, Sean Johnson. Let's see how many names I can name. Please. Um, Gabby Douglas. Huge. Ali Raisman. Oh, who's the girl that did this? Yeah. Michaela um, Maroney. Yeah, there you go. The little lip, the little squinch. Simone Biles. Did I already say that? You did. I think that's it. Do you find a bit of a dysmorphic relationship between men's and women's gymnastics? Like, don't you think that women's gymnastics is so flamingly gay and then you go to men's and it feels like they're tr- they're trying to shy away from it? <laughs> the way that they... <laughs> Wait, women's gymnastics is like this and then men's they're walking around like robots and they have no they have no expression on their face it's called the pommel horse i'm like what are you gonna pummel your your homophobia (laughs) it's so men's gymnastics is so anti-gay like i literally went to a gymnastics like place and like had gymnastics sort of lessons and Mm -hmm. did that and all the guys were like they were all straight. They like acted completely straight. Like it. Sorry to hit the mic. Hopefully, no one heard that. But the way that the guys would like, I don't know. It felt like a boys' club, and I was like, "This is gymnastics. Like, are we? What? It's like when you actually hear about a male ballet dancer being in love with a woman. It doesn't sound right. Doesn't sit right. I don't think we should support it, but it is something that occurs naturally in civilization. And so why not, why not lean into what you are, which is a prissy dancer who is just jumping on a blue floor? I know. And actually, one of the people I'm, I was just remembering this <laughs> earlier. I was just remembering this that there was a guy that went to that gymnastics gym and he later became like an Instagram gay. Oh, but he but still tracks to me. Tr- he still was straight. Like oh. in my eyes, I was like, "But you're straight." Oh, 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 oh. I, I, I think that there. Here's what I think: if we can distill this, it's that we are not anti-straight people in gay sports. We mm-hmm. are anti pretending that you have to be butch to be in the sport. Like, why not let a really fembot male gymnast do a routine that is clickety clack to beyonce or like to beyonce uh, do have you i mean and listen i'm sure this exists and so someone please you know send it and be mad at me but make like, my day make my fucking day <laughs> by showing me a two ring routine where they're like hanging from the ropes and their their wrists are limp the whole time yeah they have make bad technique day. for the sake of homosexuality make my day you heard it here first, <laughs> folks. Uh, there is, speaking of uh, gay days made, I want to congratulate you on Taylor Swift liking your video on TikTok of you walking to Bejeweled. I just... Thank you. I think that's big for the community. How it's, did it feel? 
Well, it's huge. Um, uh, Eric, it's huge, Eric. And um, yeah, I, I mean, it's my it's my second sort of interaction with her. Mm-hmm. Um, the first being when she actually commented on a video where I was sort of making fun of her. Mm-hmm. And she said, <laughs> I've never been trolled so hard or felt so seen. And I was like, High praise. Okay. And this was during a time where she was like not online. So it felt like, whoa. She felt safe enough. Yeah. She felt a pool to comment and let me know, hey, I see you. I see what you're doing. Did you get tickets to the infamous concert? No, I didn't. I tried Probably you're on the right side of history because there'll be less people (laughs) mad at you did you uh, did you see that cody rigsby i just saw this recently i'm not really plugged into the i I really like taylor swift but i did not even attempt to get tickets because i could not uh, be bothered um however (laughs) the um cody rigsby v taylor swift yeah of peloton fame and i again i'm neutral with him too i think he's like you know I'm really happy for him that he's be able to, like done what so many gay guys would want to do, which is like monetize your friendship with women. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the end like of the, the day, main, yeah, like the main goal. But he like really, I mean, but he hates Taylor. Do you have a message for Cody? Um, I think that people are entitled to their opinions of artists, and that's amazing. But it feels like that's like the only thing I know about him. You know what I mean? Oh, are you doing a Mariah Carey? I don't know her. <laughs> I just am like, I was, I was a huge Cody fan on the Peloton. I was like, this is the best instructor. He always has like the best music. But then he was just like saying how much he hates Taylor Swift. And I was like, <laughs> and then I stopped. <laughs> I stopped cycling after that. Um, Isn't it interesting that you can have such a huge platform period and then if you dislike one pop star i bet a huge faction of his <laughs> writers were like i'm gonna go to <laughs> insert any other bike Je- program jesse here. <laughs> i don't know I I'm, gonna go to, I'm gonna go to jesse now that's the only thing i know and i will say i did try to pick a fight with cody whenever i did find that out because i commented on his <laughs> posts and i put a bunch of snake emojis did you actually <laughs> yeah <laughs> This is when I was, like, down bad as a Swifty, but now I'm, like, sort of leveling out. After I couldn't get tickets, I was like, okay, she's just a person. (laughs) Well, that's what I couldn't... And I loved your video about you, like, being, like, the robots that are watching her in her 50th stadium. I just... I know that she is talented, and I know that she is good, but what drug is she lacing on the Ticketmaster website that people are like, must get must fill stadium i just do not i i how how is taylor i mean don't you think when beyonce announces her tour isn't i don't know is this an okay question like aren't the same amount of people going to rush to the Ticketmaster website is that okay to ask i mean probably like i'm gonna rush faster than than i would for taylor i mean i think a lot of people and like i said a lot of people can think what they think but at the end of the day, she, like, for some reason, 14 million people wanted to go and buy tickets. I think it has a lot to do with the scalper stuff. Like, people yeah. want to oh, resell yeah, it for true. a profit. That's because true. once you're, like, super 
when your album sells that much, it's like, oh, there's so much demand and like whatever. But oh, duh, that's the reason. I mean, that's a big reason why, of course, she is very popular, and there are a lot of money to be made off the top. Well, speaking of top or bottom, I'm kidding, but I do want to (laughs) ask when it because you kind of present as like this really incredible singer you're funny you're gorgeous were you in high school a little bit of like the benito skinner path of like football player that came out late like what's the what's the journey when did you embrace your queerness i think that i was always in high school trying to be i was always like funny Mm -hmm. but i think that i was also always like deflecting the jokes off of me and not from me like i feel like the jokes come from me now and before Mm -hmm. they were like sort of that thing is weird that's funny just so that i was like not ever questioned pointing Um, away from you yeah which is like ultimately bad but i was like i was like a soccer person i was like soccer captain yeah it was probably and i came out like when i was like 20 oh i love and did you have your first boy boy kiss at 20 or were you closet kissing um i had my first boy kiss yeah, at 19. So essentially the same thing. How was it? It was iconic. Did you get butterflies? Oh, absolutely. It's actually crazy. They they should make that into a drug. Whatever the first like feeling <laughs> of like the first time you like actually are attracted to the person you're kissing, that is like nothing else. I agree, but I also disagree because it would start another world war because of how if there was not an unlimited supply, that stuff is chaotic beauty i remember exactly where i was exactly who he was and i remember i was flying i had electricity going down my legs i 100 got a little bit of a bonesy of course if you're if you're not getting a boner you're not paying attention (laughs) (laughs) you're only getting half the story um yeah i just if i were to bottle that up I think also, like, but no one would ever, like, stick with, no one would ever be happy with anything in their life because all they would need is just to take a hit of, what would you call the drug? First gay kiss. First gay kiss. (laughs) And it's it's manufactured by, like, what's, like, a huge problematic pharmaceutical company? Oh, um, the one that makes prep, what's it called? Um, it's the same name as the as the governing body of the uh handmaid's tale gilead <laughs> oh yeah gilead makes it <laughs> pfizer maybe does it um I, I yeah i'm curious what who's gonna get the first gay kiss drug rights <laughs> how is it administered a lip balm, it's an <laughs> balm. <laughs> and then it's like but like you have like a popper's rush how long does the drug last two seconds yeah, it's quick, but that's because why. Here's the thing: at the end of the day, we have profit margins. We need people coming back. We need people buying the drug, and we have to keep our patent. So, yeah, it's only going to last two seconds. But you have to understand where we're coming from from a business side. It's exactly we're trying to save the world and turn an inappropriate profit. Sorry, that's the real world. I'm sorry if there's Gen Z people listening right now. Yeah, I'm going to profit off of my drug that I just invented. Sorry. I can't wait for the marketing for First Gay Kiss. Who's the spokesperson? Sean Mendes. Cody Rigsby. Oh, okay. oh Cody. 
<laughs> but I want it to be Sean Mendez because I think that Sean would be like, hey, I support you guys. <laughs> Does that sound Sean song? <laughs> I'm not one of you guys, but I support you guys so much. And I want you guys to be kissing. So use this lip balm. And he's wearing the craziest shade of lip gloss. <laughs> and he Just kisses to prove he's not using it. And he goes <laughs> and kisses her tongue. Tong to tong to tong to tong tong. Maybe they're gonna go blom blom blom. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At Bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. You also have posted on the internet about Vanessa Carlton getting a little silly. In the palm of your hand. In yes. the So are you have you always been a singer? Were you a choir girly? And do you still like Vanessa Carlton? I like Vanessa Carlton, Carlton more as the days go by. I mm-hmm. just find her so special. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've always been singing. And I was in show choir whenever I was like a little second grader. But then I sort of aged myself out of doing singing stuff because it was 
gay to sing and be good at it. So do you have any siblings? If I may ask, I have three older sisters. What did any of your sisters ever have any conversation with you about even just like liking gay things or what is the relationship that you, if you were to, if someone were to ask you like, okay, I've heard that people with a lot of sisters, uh, it's not surprising. Nature versus nurture. Well, I think that you are definitely born gay. If I may say that, I mean, I just not to be political. You don't but, know uh, that, but go yeah, on. Yeah, that's true. And then the science is still working on it. But do you, what was the influence that having like three girls, I just, to me, that sounds like a safe place, but I'm also projecting because I have three brothers. Well, it's kind of funny because it's like, I'm sure that I probably, things were probably questioned less Mm -hmm. with girls, but also like, I was really, I really wanted to be a cheerleader, like ever since, because my sisters were all cheerleaders Mm -hmm. and I wanted to be really good at it. But I also knew it was also sort of even more reinforced that that was a girl's thing by that same card, if that makes sense. It does. Were you then forced into boy sports? Not forced, but did you force yourself? I was forced. Let's just say that. Um, (laughs) Your parents' restaurant gets canceled. (laughs) I was, like, naturally good at, like, baseball and, like, basketball and soccer when I was, like, young. Mm -hmm. So it was sort of like, you're already good at this. Just, like, do it. Um, But then it was sort of, like, the vibes of, like, my dad, like, really wanting to meet wanting me to be very good coaching me which is one of the worst things you can do to a kid is be your kid's coach (laughs) i i believe that also there must have been a lot of pressure on you to be like let's call a spade a spade your parents had three girls and maybe your dad was pulling the would love to have a son card had the son coached your team screaming victor literally okay triggering just getting triggered but um yeah, literally, that was the vibe. That's what I think I've always inherently thought. So I was like, oh, I can't be like gay because like that's a disappointment. Well, he also robbed you of the ability to have a crush on your coach. I fucking the when I did sports as a young a youngin, I had dreams of like <laughs> making out with my <laughs> classmate's dad, and I was fully seven and a half. I mean, I'm not. Joking. I could tell you his last name. <laughs> Ah. I could tell you how the stubble of his beard felt on my virgin cheeks at seven in my dream. That is horrifying. Horrifying. But like, I really, I could tell you multiple of teachers and coaches at young, I've said in the past and I'll say it again, I've loved a daddy from the day I was five. I mean, if you're 46, I'm into (laughs) it. Oh my God. That's crazy. Because I like... Just never been, like, into that, I don't think. Well, what are you into, then? If you're going to make me feel bad about mine, let me make make you feel bad about yours. What, <laughs> I, go, what what? You, what? I go, what you just said is crazy and disgusting, but I think... <laughs> just kidding. For me, personally. Um, okay, so then you're describing, and obviously, let's respect your gorgeous partner, but let's just say, if you were in a room full, a sea of people, what type of person, physically, we'll ask first, Do you are you pulled towards? Um like dark features Mm. that's like my like main thing does that include body hair or is that separate oh i don't know i don't think it really matters Uh to me i think that people care that care about it are stupid just kidding see (laughs) and i'm kink shaming um honestly just like dark features there's something about like for me personally like i just can't do like i guess the opposite of that (laughs) 
light features. <laughs> yeah. Like... You, have, you have a blonde hair, blue eye come up to you, you're like, you spray him with a water bottle like a dog. I go, <laughs> <laughs> I run away because I don't understand it. Just Is that why you do so many filters with you with blue eyes? Because you <laughs> like to be confronted with a thing you like like the least. I go, wouldn't it be funny if someone looked like this? <laughs> it's just a normal looking blue eyed person. It's a totally normal and Which you're turning on its head though because because society, uh, I think, especially when you're a, like a kid kid, they're like blonde like blue eyes. Maybe it's because I was sell- I was uh studying the Holocaust so much in Hebrew school, but I feel like when you are a kid, you're taught that the thing that is really exciting to have is blue eyes and i i hung on so tightly to the fact that my eyes are not dark brown because they're like slightly hazel and if somebody said my eyes were brown i was like hey 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 hey, hey. watch it <laughs> my eyes are dark hazel mine are like black my eyes are just they're a big gorgeous pupil. because we've, we've learned society has learned but also you remember hearing when you were a kid that like having red hair was embarrassing and now it's like right if i if i see a ginger and I say that ginger in parentheses said with love, like hell fuck. I, I celebrate them. Oh, do I? Oh yeah. I sell. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, just because my super like zoomed in preference, it's sort of like, I can still see the beauty and everything. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, she can. <laughs> well then let me ask you a que- another podcast question. Seeing the beauty of character actresses, Victor, if the world was ending, you could only save one character actress, who would you save? Raven Simone. <laughs> oh my god, I love that answer. <gasps> Without a beat, Raven Simone. Did you see that thing going around recently? It was like this fucking girl like had a show that was called That's a Raven and then like the character of Raven was watching a song d- by raven like just real like raven i would say is the original cody rigsby (laughs) (laughs) um and i'm actually gonna have to sit with that for a really long time because i actually don't know if i've if i can make that connection right now in the future and and when you can't because you will um you're just gonna (laughs) hit me up as the kids say what was was raven big for you and is she big for you in terms of her cheetah girls it wasn't cheetah girls it was um it was that so raven because she has she's such a natural comedian like she can make a bland line like the funniest thing you've ever heard yes and i think that's so special i think she's like one of the most talented comedic actors like that we have and every single like episode of that there's like an iconic line that you mm-hmm. can like of that's Raven that you can like take away. And just like, she wasn't afraid to be silly. She wasn't afraid to do a weird voice. She was never afraid to like do something crazy with her face. Like mm-hmm. being under a microscope like that, especially in your teens, like they didn't do that. Like actor, like she and like, what's his name? Uh, Shia LaBeouf. Like they were the only ones that were like willing to be weird. <laughs> I feel like on Disney channel. And uh, I, like, I think, like, well, I was going to say that Raven was one of the rare people who took child stardom, did it into her adulthood, landed on the view, landed doing these big things that like, she seems to be pretty together. And it, we have to say she is gay as hell, which is yeah. probably a partly why we inherently loved her. Shia took a different path, but right. definitely, definitely I saw myself in his silliness, but Raven, I would, I, I like, I'm only like four years older than you, but I feel like I was very much in the That's a Raven camp, especially because of Raven and Annalise Vanderpool. Yeah. Was musical theater 
dumbness personified in a great way but (laughs) but, uh but no i i raven was my younger brother is you know what 27 or whatever and he um i would love returning you know from my my travels abroad and sit on the couch and enjoy yeah time loop into raven's psyche of her seeing into the future can you give us um uh the intro to that's a raven i I actually think i could but wait how does it is eddie saying something like let's go oh yeah 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 (laughs) if you could gaze into the future you might think life would be a breeze life Life is a breeze yeah but it's not that easy oh no i try to see the situation man i end up misbehaving hey now what you sing now about to put it down yeah come on rock with with right right now now. it's right now everything's gonna change now let's rock that's a raven is a little i can see I love her. Raven. So mysterious me. That's so raven. Yes, I'm sure I can see. That's so raven. So mysterious me. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's me. me. So anyway, um this was so fun. Where can people follow you? I'm kidding. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> we are getting towards the end of the episode, which is really sad. Um but I know. I do I do want to say that Victor you have a star on the rise and not only is your star on the rise but a dear friend of yours uh has also like Jesus risen you and Meg Stalter are such good girlinas which is so fun to see what is the, uh, what has changed most about her since she got famous I would say that her hair yeah that's about it Length, <laughs> still just texture. such uh just like the um yeah, the texture. The texture yeah, has changed yeah, yeah. a lot. Um, no, literally nothing has changed. She's still like the kindest, sweetest angel. She's so talented. Like That's stupid how talented she is. She gets funnier. I've seen her um her show now four times because I've opened for her mm-hmm. twice. But um it's so funny. It makes me like it makes my stomach hurt. One of the first things I did uh, like as the world was opening up, if you will, was see her show in New York. And just not only was it the funniest thing I've ever fucking seen, it was one of the first times that I ran into someone that was listening to the podcast and I didn't know that people actually listened to it. And it was like <gasps> such a fucking, of course, I made it about me, but um, it was just like she, but the, the, the oh, headline her podcast? Is, no, sorry, mine. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, <laughs> But she is, I mean, just, yeah, it's it's a match made in heaven, you and her. And um, I just needed to to let you know and the world know that she's queen. You got to see her. You have to see her live because I'm telling you right now, she's going to be doing so many movies. She's not going to have time to be being doing shows like live like you have to go see her yes and that is a a 100 truth um but we also want to keep up with victor so before i ask you about where people can check you out you're going to answer a question i did not prep you on victor carlesi what is the best Whoopi goldberg film oh my god um 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 okay sister act two congratulations joyful joyful (laughs) we adore thee victor where can people follow you 
Um, you can follow me on TikTok at Victor Carlesi. And then on Instagram, Victor Car Bakes. There's some underscores in there. And then Victor Gay Guy at Twitter, but you don't really have to do that one. But if yeah, you time want will to. tell. Time will tell. Yeah. Victor, thank you for coming on That's a Gay Ass podcast. It's such a joy to see your face. And I'll see you in the, in the real life live because we have time. Woo! Thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun. I'm like addicted. Thanks so much for listening to That's a Gay-Ass Podcast. Our season ends next week with one of my favorite actors, and I just can't wait for you to see who it is. Follow at Gay-Ass Podcast, and you can find the link there for the merch that is $5 off through tonight, Wednesday. And if you're listening to this after Wednesday, just still go and buy it for someone you love or for your gosh darn self. That's GayAssPodcast.com. And we'll see you next week. I love ya. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.